There's a prayer for evening, which like the hymn, Abide With Me, asks, implores the holy for company and for help through the night. It says, so that we who are wearied by the changes and chances of this life may rest in your eternal changelessness. Now, we could have a theological conversation about whether the holy changes or not. My hunch is that the holy is changing and evolving too. But especially this day, I take refuge in what we just sang about, for the earth forever turning. And I take refuge in this fact of this forever turning and how it brings to us times of light and times to dark and the dance of the seasons that come and go. And this helps me amidst all the changes and chances of this life to remember that even with its trouble and its struggles, life is good and life is a gift. And I wonder, what about you? What keeps you grounded and hopeful in these days? I hope you're thinking about that and working on that because I expect you need that. For me, one touchstone this fall has been the sight and sound of geese migrating south. I felt blessed to see those ragged V shapes heading across the sky as they move together toward their winter home. And of course, the warmth of human community. Family and friends, you companions here. The knowledge and the trust that in times of sorrow and in times of joy, we are in this together. We live in the midst of so many reminders that life is fragile and fleeting, that we are mortal, formed from the earth, and that to the earth we will return. As those old words remind us, ashes to ashes, dust to dust. Death forces us, whether we want to or not, to face this reality. Of course, there are deaths that it will always be hard to face and accept. Deaths that come by violence or by tragic accident. Deaths that come way too soon. Deaths that leave us broken and unresolved. And so the last thing I want to do today is try to romanticize death. But I know that we need to invite it close. Because to the extent that we fear death or deny death, 
to the extent we push it away and fail to deal with it, then we will live our lives less fully while we're here. The invitation is to be open and accepting of this reality of our mortality. And when it comes to death, what really do we have to fear? Yes, of course, a life ending is a sad thing and a difficult thing, and sometimes it's a tragic thing. And sometimes it's a blessing. It is certainly sobering to think about one's own mortality. But isn't death just the price we have to pay for getting to live these lives that we've been given on this good earth with these companions? When you think about it, doesn't it seem like a pretty good deal? Are there many among us who would give up this one life that you have been given in order to avoid the pain and loss and struggle that's part of it? As a dying man once told me, even with all its struggles, life is so sweet, he said. And grief is simply the price we have to pay for loving. It's the cost of these connections that we share. Who among us would want to withdraw from life and friendship and love to be a rock or an island to avoid the pain that is part of life? The invitation is to wade into life as deep as we can, trusting that we will be held in its embrace. This is our universalist faith, that we are part of a great love that will never let us go. As we sang last Sunday, ours is a simple faith, that life is a short embrace, that heaven is in this place every day. And there are times and places when we are more acutely aware of this truth. Times of death and birth and moments when our hearts and eyes are opened by the love or the beauty or the pain. And we see what we so often, what we too often forget. That life is short and beautiful and oh so precious. We have come to one of those times, what Celtic Christians called a thin place, a time or place when the barrier between the everyday earthy world and the spirit world is thinner and more permeable. We are in that time of year where people for generations have remembered and celebrated the souls they have loved and lost like us today, they make altars to remember and honor those who have died. I particularly appreciate Celtic Christianity for how it brings together in a beautiful and appealing way both the earthy and the churchy. It's a both and. 
And I like to think that's what we're trying to do here, to hold our place in a long tradition and to be open to new and earthy and life-giving ways of inhabiting this tradition, these traditions. I find this idea of thin places so helpful. And haven't we each had moments when something seemed to shift and all of a sudden you felt a sense of awe or reverence when you saw and felt that things were different, that they are different than you normally assume them to be. Earlier, our choir sang, Come and find me. You won't have to look hard. Come to where the ocean touches the shore. That edge certainly can be a thin place. I am hungry for these places, for these liminal experiences, these holy moments, and I expect that you are too. And don't we need, especially these days, the sense of connection, the deep peace that they have to offer? But you know you can't make them happen. You can't create a thin place. You can't make the spirit arrive in your midst. What you can do is cultivate an open heart. You can practice being more receptive to these mysteries so that when you happen upon one, you won't miss it. The invitation in these days, when it could be easy to run around with fear and anxiety, is to make time and space for the mystery that's around us, often unseen but always there, to be open to what is unfolding in us and around us, to trust that these thin times and thin places are portals into a richer and more abundant life, that just beyond the hustle and hurry of our days, there is a peace that is available to us and that is sorely needed. It's the peace that comes when you see and accept that our time on earth is short and that we are with all creatures part of this dance of life that though things change and death comes and our lives will end that our earth will go on forever turning and that when we die we will return home home to our blue green hills of earth Please hear this Celtic blessing as a prayer for you and for our world. Deep peace of the running wave to you. Deep peace of the flowing air to you. 
Deep peace of the quiet earth to you. Deep peace of the shining stars to you. Deep peace of the sons and daughters of peace to you and to our world. Amen.